Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. It's now time for News Headlines with Molly on a big party show on Channel 94.1. Well, standoff situation ended peacefully this morning. It happened, it began last night at uh, apartments near 97th and Maple Streets. Uh, a, a neighbor called in that a fellow neighbor had uh, locked himself into his apartment with threats of violence. Um, the man was later taken into custody without incident. Officers didn't find a weapon. No one was hurt, but he now faces uh, charges for terroristic threats. There was like all kinds wow. of activity, it seemed, last night was there? on uh, Maple Street. Like apartments and stuff. I thought there was like one other deal uh, earlier in the night. What did they say the name of the apartments, Molly? Uh, The Colonial Apartments. Colonial. 97th and and Maple Street. Okay, so that maybe was the one. Because I follow uh, Mean Mean Streets. Streets. Uh This is awesome, by the way. And here's after that thing uh, settled down last night on Mean Streets, it says, you know, they're just tweeting out what... uh, the dispatch is saying it mm-hmm. says suspect is in custody. Scene is signal eighty eight. Oh, look at that! That's what signal eighty eight means. Yep, all clear. All clear. Mm-hmm. So, uh, yeah, it, it was interesting. I was reading about it. So, the emergency response unit was called out to the scene at ninety seventh and Maple, and they sent in a robot. Ooh, a robot to, to, to like you know scout the scene. Um, found a guy. Found the guy hiding under the bed. But that, I thought that was interesting. I think we're getting there. I using mean- that. The robot, yeah. uh, and then followed up with a canine unit. Um, you know you're in trouble when a robot, robot comes in. Up. See a robot yeah. roll in. Yeah. You're like, oh my god! <laughs> Remember the big what Alexa on wheels is suddenly yeah. poking its head underneath the bed. Yeah. Well, you remember news. there was the <laughs> there was a big moment in terms of law enforcement last year down in Dallas, yeah. Texas, they when brought in after robot. that guy shot a bunch of cops and mm-hmm. what well, was a bomb? They, they brought in. It was the first time. A robot, police robot, deployed a bomb to use lethal force. That's going to be the future of when a robot can deliver lethal force. They're saying they already can. We, the humans, got to get comfortable with it. I know that's a long leap from from this story here, but yeah, Yeah. I mean that at that intersection, um, you know, that was the the shootings that had happened down in Dallas of all those police officers. I think the situation called for probably something. But but doesn't it make sense? And so, so in these. Yes. Deals where a guy barricades himself. A lot of times what they fear is the person wants to do something called suicide by cop. Mm-hmm. They want to go down in a hail of bullets, meaning they can't shoot. They, they want the cop to do it. Yeah. yeah. And so that puts law enforcement at a terrible risk when they have to go get these people. So, I mean, ideally, Send obviously we don't need in. robots going in and shooting them, but a robot that goes in and, you know, so the cops can go home. Yes. I just can't imagine. I mean, ro- I mean, yeah, we're heading in that time. It's RoboCop. You know? It is. I mean, Robo-Cop. we always freak out kids listening. To we grew up with these movies yeah. that it was total fantasy, and now it's here. Yeah. And now here he is, citizens. Uh, U.S. Army Corps of Engineers clearing the way for the completion of the Dakota Access Pipeline. Loud and angry demonstrations by the Standing Rock Sioux Tribe and many others successfully halted the project for months. 
But now it's been given the green light. Activists are going to gather outside the Army Corps of Engineers office this afternoon here in Omaha. The Winnebago tribe and Bold, Nebraska are organizing the protest. The group plans to deliver 10,000 citizen comments opposing the construction of the 1,200 mile oil line from North Dakota to Illinois. The pipeline sparked nationwide protests over the claims that it will endanger water and cultural sites of Native Americans. Almost 3,000 flights have been canceled so far as the winter storm closes in on the Northeast. It's expected to affect a stretch of uh, the U.S. from Pennsylvania all the way up the tip of Maine. And it's going to be about a foot or more of accumulation in the New York and Boston areas. A lot of major uh, carriers are waiving change fees for travelers affected by the weather. If you are one of those people traveling and wondering if your flight is going to be interrupted, OMA Fly. uh, Fly fly OMA. Fly OMA, thank you. Fly OMA is uh, a great... What resource in which to find out what's the status? I would yeah, say, really is. don't you guys already have the app on your yeah, phone? I, I don't do. know who doesn't have Flight Tracker. I do or yeah. Flight View. Well, you mine should. is like they just te- my airline texts me. Like yeah, but I've it's, had that. But, Mine's but, always late but, though. But the app is really nice. Yeah. If you if you get fiendishly nervous about flights, yeah, Flight Tracker is great. It is the board that you have down at the airport on your phone and you just in your own time can hit refresh, 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 yeah. refresh. Nice when you're sitting at the bar yeah. waiting to find out when your flight is boarding because yeah. it'll tell you when it's boarding. Like uh, like Southwest is always, because I that's who, same with me, Molly's, they always seem to be a little late. Yeah. But Flight OMA is not. They're Man, pretty as good. As long as you know? you're not making anyone else delayed, yeah, that is you. rock star delivery when you can be the last guy on the plane. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But oh, they yeah. didn't have to worry about you? Yes. Where you thump, 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 you run up and the gal is looking at the manifest and maybe she's grabbing the walkie-talkie. Like getting ready to, to go, say your Let's name. Let's call for And you're like, that's me. me. And you walk onto the plane like some somebody. Like you're a star, man. You walk, you make <laughs> eye contact You don't want to hold anybody up. See, if you're late, you're a jerk. Yes. What's up? Yeah. But if you just thump, 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 up, and you're last guy on, there's nobody in the aisle. Well, because they'll make that announcement on the flight. Like, we're waiting for three more guests that checked in at the gate. We're waiting for them. So they'll, a lot of times, let the rest of the plane know that you're the reason we're waiting. Yeah. <laughs> because well, we've they don't want to take the, yeah. they don't take the blame, you know? They don't want to be the ones where it's like, oh, what are we sitting in your well, cool in our jets for? I'm sure we've all been that person. You're sitting in your seats, and then they make the announcement. They go, we're still waiting. We're sorry, passengers. We're still waiting for one more passenger. Mm-hmm. And then you're sitting there, and all of a sudden you hear, dum, 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 dum. you hear him running down yeah, the thing. Getting there, yeah. And they get in, and all eyes look at him like, was you. your flight late, and or were you sitting, sitting in a bar? Wasted. Yeah, having a drink. And then it's just yeah. it's you reeking of airport, I see it's not my, airport I, I, bar boots. Don't be that guy. Don't be that guy. No. You got to be careful. Uh, President Trump's pick for the U.S. Supreme Court reportedly not happy about the comments that the president has made about his fellow judges. Uh, Connecticut Senator ha- um, had an interview on the Hill yesterday with uh, the nominee, Judge Neil Gorsuch. And uh, he told him that Trump's negative tweets about the federal judge who suspended his controversial travel ban are, quote, demoralizing and disheartening. The president suggested that judges would be to blame if another terror attack occurs. Judges from the U.S. Ninth Circuit Court of Appeals may rule as early as today on whether to reinstate the ban. They heard the arguments from both how sides. Do you, of the how case do you feel about that? Well, so he should be reassuring the haters that, you know, there's a line between the judicial and the executive. He's saying, I don't have to agree with what the president 
says. I'm the judicial branch. Yeah. But mm-hmm. it's also saying all the right things because you're interviewing for the job with Democrats that are like, we want. Who was the guy that they wanted? They, um, well, Merrick. I yeah. mean, Garland Merrick. Uh, the, the, that, all that aside. Garland Merrick is who they wanted. So it's like you're the new girlfriend. Oh. And they're still talking about the old one. Yeah, but I mean, all that aside, he's still, he is a federal judge. Okay, so, I mean, yeah. you know, they're, they're talking, they're, you know, he's, he is probably defending his peers. I mean, these are other people that could have been just as likely to be tapped as, as him, you know? I mean, what's happening with how we're handling the division of the branches is really oogie right now. I mean, the, the the judicial branch is just I mean they're they're autonomous they do not have political affiliation they are no. just what is oogie it's all politicized it is, this Icky. isn't just Icky. come out of left field it's been there for a couple of administrations things are starting to overlap politically yeah. with yeah. political alliances I mean look at what the last election was how goofy it was. I don't know. I, I mean, I, I'm talking about the judicial branch. I'm not okay. talking about like political. I mean, I'm talking about just judges and the fact that they're just autonomous, you know, representations of the law. They're not a political That's what they're supposed to be, yes. Uh, engaged couples, if you are looking to be married and you're wondering what to do about the happiness factor, they say if you're in an unhappy marriage, stick with it. All right. The word is, is that more than 27% said that they were extremely happy given their relationships, a score of seven out of seven. A lot of times what tests the metal of that relationship is when that first child is born. Oh God, I'll bet. They say seven in 10 couples that stay together following the birth of their first child, despite being unhappy, stay married. That so you're those saying first if couple you're of years, unhappy, so who made them unhappy? They're unhappy before the baby. They say having a child puts a strain on relationships, okay, but staying in an unhappy marriage is the best thing you can do for the long term success. They for say the a kid. lot of times, not for the kid, for yourself. They oh, say really? a lot of times with the pressure you're going through, it's you're going to get through the other side, and then you're going to look back and you're going to be like, I'm glad we hung in there. Oh, and stuck I, out I know a lot of people are like that. Agree yeah. with that, but you know what? A lot of people do is when you're struggling after that first kid, what do you do? Have Let's another. have another one. You bet. And another. Let's buy a house. Big Let's really pile it on. <laughs> uh, according to these numbers, and this is More coming chains. out of the UK, um, 34% of, uh, of uh, you know, this is British um, news, but 34% of marriages end by their 20th anniversary. 20th anniversary seems to be the big bellwether. Well, I it guess al- it also 40 would- and 44-year-olds is the age group where divorce is the highest. Okay, so those, yeah, see, that makes sense. If you got married later, then yeah, I think it'd go longer, wouldn't it? I mean... Forty forty five is the age at the end, huh? That seems I guess a little you're... depressing because we are like, yeah. man, you made it through all the tough stuff, but those marriages usually, those divorces, those are kids. Right? They seemed like they knew what they were doing. They they made it. They waited out till the kids were eighteen and twenty. Yeah, and then they now they're out there again. Mm-hmm. And you're yeah. reassuring the kids, we're all good here. This is how, what's going to make mom and dad happy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I definitely think that, I mean, having kids is is something that you can't, I mean, you don't even know what that's going to do to test the metal of your relationship on account of the fact that, I mean, nobody's been through that. I mean, it's trial by fire. Mm -hmm. Um, And there's parenting differences and all that stuff. Yeah. You find out all sorts of things like, you know, but also it's the lack of sleep. I mean, really, I mean, you're, you're, you are tested on a level physically and mentally that you've never been tested in a relationship before. uh, Then the constant bitching. 
Well, that's what a relationship is supposed to be the bedrock on is that how you do in a crisis. Yes. I mean, you all should be ready. You don't wait and say, hey, one day, hopefully we get through this. That's when you realize that you have a real relationship and people are like, thank God. I realized that, A, maybe I got lucky that I picked the right one. Yeah. That's because we, she was so strong. Mm-hmm. When I needed it. And he dilemma. was so strong. And when- he was so strong. We worked so well. A, a sick kid. That's when you want, you realize you have a rock and not just a trophy hottie that you like, she's so hot. Yeah. She's- I mean, I was that's why you married, why you married you know? your friend and not your girlfriend. I married my best friend. I gotta yeah. be honest though, like like Peter. I mean, you don't know like how he is when the kids are sick. Is I mean, it it makes me like fall in love with them all over again on account of the fact that like he's such a loving, caring dad. And you you don't know how that's going to be. I mean, a sick kid is not a fun situation to find yourself in, and he's just so good with them in that situation better than I am I, I don't yeah, so why isn't yeah, 50 no. shades of gray about a, a regular dude is really good when the kids are sick when they got the flu oh my god that is oh my god did you see him strip that bed I wouldn't get anywhere near that that kid threw up and I was like oh my god I'm gonna throw up and he just got in there and he did it and he didn't even ask uh. is that wall spackling on your chest <laughs> mm-hmm. nope that's the kid <laughs> oh god <laughs> So stick around, stay in it. Stick with it. You know, unless you just can't do it anymore, I guess. Right? <laughs> and I mean, then give up. Yeah. <laughs> and you're like, I ain't come at it. I only have one well, life. I thought the old advice was when that when one or the other one cheats, yeah. you're supposed to write. You're supposed to give it a chance to write it out. That's yep. why you got to respect couples. You know, when we judge other couples, yeah. like I can't believe. He or she stuck around. What a fool! No, it's you like gotta. How, you know, you gotta, what's the greater oh, good? Boy. They got kids together. Yeah, they got more invested in it. Let's try and write it out. And a lot of times, people that have flings. Well, mm-hmm. it's a one-off. You know, a lot of times. I mean, it's short-lived. Yes. Oh, they'll be back. They will be back. If you want to change the locks and let them back in. The Big Party Morning Show. Good morning. Hello. Good morning. Good morning. Oh, Rebecca, can you believe that temperature? I know. Isn't that crazy? We have the same weather. It's amazing. Yeah. Love almost. It. And so you're in Denver this morning? I am. How, how has the winter been out there? How you guys been? Very for... mild. You know, it's been pretty easy. It's been in the 50s the last few weeks. Okay. Which is so but the, bananas. But the ski resorts have been getting plenty of snow, right? Well, the mountains are yeah. a different story. Yeah. Like it's... I saw, I think Breckenridge had like a 50-year yeah. high, oh, really? high of snow. Yeah, it's pretty incredible if you love to ski. So, Do you like to ski? Are you a skier? I, so I, I like to ski. I don't love it. My husband loves it, so I'm a good sport and a go. Okay. <laughs> what about the that kids, though? I mean, sport. The Did, kids love it. Yeah. Yeah, what's not to love? Right? Yeah. It's so okay. fun. All right, Wait, so what's going on? You're coming into town in April, right? I am. Okay. So I have, I have a lot going on. I have my new book coming out on Valentine's Day Ooh. next week. And so um, I'm going to start my book tour, and I'm hitting a few cities around the country. Oh, sweet. Well, we're excited okay. to have you back. You're going to be down at the Rose during the audience readings. And, of course, yes. so talk about the book a little bit. Yeah, you know, my focus is really to use the time with people to do readings. You know, anybody can pick up the book and read it. So I don't spend a lot of time talking about the book at these events, um, but I'll touch on it. And then we'll spend the rest of the time making connections with the other side. Okay. So cool. All right. So you're going to do a few readings today, right? Yes. Okay. We're going to go with your first person here. This is going to be uh, Tabitha. Tabitha, you there? 
Yes. Okay, make sure, by the way, when you get on with Rebecca, make sure you have a pad of paper and a pen so you can just take notes, okay? All right, say hello to uh, Rebecca Rose and Tabitha. Hi, Rebecca. I can't hear Tabitha. You can't hear her? I Hold can't on. hear her. Another One thing's second. good there. Can you hear her now? Hello? Tabitha? Hi. I still can't hear All her. All right. There's... It's, like, it's like trying to hear the spirits. The spirits are coming through better than Tabitha. Exactly. (laughs) She's part of this realm. (laughs) I know. Uh, Let's try it again. I can't. uh, Hello, uh, Tabitha, you there? Yes. Can you hear her now? Nothing. All right. There's nothing I can do. I know. Technical. Thank you. Tabitha, hold on the line. We'll try and see if we can figure yeah, that out. We'll try to figure it try out. Line? I'm happy to give her what I'm getting, but I won't get any response. Okay. All right. What are you getting? Okay, so, um, Tabitha, hopefully this will make sense to you, but I'm getting um, a dad, so dad has passed on, and there was some ironic timing with his death, so that usually means it happened um, right on or around a holiday or somebody's birthday. Um, There is someone who's a William or Bill, my sense is that's with him, and that either you helped um, to take care of him at the end, or somehow he showed me the nurse's hat, so that generally means um, that's your purpose in life. You're a caregiver, and he's grateful for what you did for him. So your job is to keep talking to your dad. He just showed me a cardinal. That means it's a sign that he's been using to connect with you, or he will. And now if he's showing me this, my sign for I love you, um, he didn't believe in this. He does now. And he wants you to know that you're right, which means you did believe in this before he passed on. And something, either you have a brother who's living or something about he's watching over, um, I believe it's a son. And he might be going through a difficult time, but that's not yours to solve. Um, it's your dad. He's on assignment with him. Okay. Okay. So I don't know how you want to. That's amazing okay. that you got all that just from Hi, yeah. Tabitha. Yeah. So, she heard you. So. Okay, good. Okay. So what happens with this is really, um, I don't need to be talking to the person. I just need the intention of who it is. Okay. And then then I'm able to give it to them. Um, The unfortunate piece here is that she can't validate it. So hopefully for her, though, some of that, if not all, makes sense. Okay. And and just let her know. If it doesn't make sense, don't make it fit. Sometimes, you know, a week from now, the dots start to connect. Okay. Tabitha's on the phone. Tabitha, can you you get all that there? Did that resonate? Yes. Yes, definitely. Especially watch it with my brother. Um, he is having a hard time, a hard time right now. So that's that's awesome. Okay, that's unbelievable. Hey, sorry about the phone issues. Yeah. We'll try to figure it out. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We right. appreciate both you ladies. Well, it's the same difference of how it works. And so, if people are new to this, Rebecca, if you could explain what you do, is that so people listening? What yeah. the heck so, is so that? I- is that people, we don't put people on the phone and then they say, my grandpa passed and I want to talk to him. It's not a, they're not making a song request. Yeah, right. You're often going <laughs> off of just straight energy. We give you a name yeah. and you say, there's a man here. Right. You know, so exactly. I always say the work speaks for itself. I know nothing. I get on a phone call with somebody and I rely on these dead people to feed me information. And so um, whoever shows up is whoever is strongest around that person and who needs to come through um, to bring about closure or sometimes just evidence that this is real and that they are with them always, not just because they're on the phone with me. Okay. 
That seems to be kind of the prevailing thing since we've done a lot of these over the years, which seems like an understandably positive message. A lot of times people have questions like, should I get married? Should I take this job? And it's not really a question and answer thing. Usually this message is just like, it's, we're okay here,、yeah. right? It's like the people on the、yeah. other side are worried about us. The truth is, maybe、um, when I work with you guys, a lot of that is true. But when I work in my small groups, Um, or one on one, a lot of it is guidance. It's should I stay in my marriage or not? Should I take this new job or not? And sometimes it's your dead loved ones, and sometimes it's higher guides, angels that give me that information before somebody even offers up that's what they're going through. And so the whole point, though, is that they want you to know you're not alone in navigating through life. It's messy, it's confusing, it's hard sometimes. And they want you to know they have a broader perspective and they can help you shed light. But at the end of the day, you have free will. So I'm not huge into predicting your future. I'm just、um, into laying out what are potential opportunities if you choose to embrace them. Okay. All right. We're going to roll with another caller and see if this one works out. All right.、Uh, Amy, you there? I am. Oh, boy. Can you hear、uh, <laughs> Rebecca? Can you hear Amy? I can't. Oh, oh my.、No. Hi, I'm Amy. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I、sucks. know. Okay. Do you, you want me, do you want me to relay yeah, I, what I was saying? Are you getting anything from,、uh, from, from Amy? Amy? Yeah. Okay. So let me ask、um, Amy who does she need to hear from? Okay. So Amy's mom has passed away. Is that true? We don't know. Amy. Amy. Yes. Hello. Did your, did, have you lost a, a parent? Did your mother pass? She has. Okay. Yes, she has passed. This、okay. is like literally telephone. I love it. Oh my gosh, this is. This is. <laughs> never have this. Never.、We、Always something new. We can people for messing with it. So tell her I'm getting, there was something with、um, upper respiratory lung,、um, and I sense、um, someone either couldn't breathe or there was fluid in the lungs.、Um, and then mom wants me to talk about how sorry she is. For everything Amy's gone through、um, and how proud she is of her for having the courage to keep going.、Um, Amy's lost a child, a son. That's true. Is that true,、uh, Amy? I can't hear anything. You can't either. All right. All right. You know what? Should we just call it a day? That's,、uh, that's well, we'll just hold on, Amy. Our、yeah. technical difficulties, which we apologize. Rebecca, back to the book, though. In the meantime,、okay. Rebecca Rosen will be in town the 4th. And the 6th of April, you can get details at RebeccaRosen.com. We've had Rebecca on how many times? We've probably had you on maybe 50 times over the year, maybe more. Yeah.、Um, and you've got this book. How many? This, is this the third book or the fourth? And it's pretty amazing because, you know, this book is part spiritual guide, part memoir, where I, I joke that. Spirit uses me as a guinea pig to pass on important lessons to everybody else. And that's exactly what happened during the writing of this book. And I think you guys remember four years ago, my life got real messy. And <laughs> <Yeah> . a <laughs> little bit. And, right? But we all, you know, I'm not immune to life's challenges. We all go through it. I always say sometimes we're up and in, and other times we're down and out. And we're probably going to cycle through that a few times in our lifetime. Because in the end, what I've learned from the spirits is. This is the classroom of life, right? We are here to learn and spiritually grow. And so, you know, I, the way I got through my messy time was constant connection with the other side. And through that time, they would throw me what I call our breadcrumbs from beyond. So these are signs. 
And, you know, when you get a sign um, from a dead loved one, it changes everything. And then you start feeling like they're really with you and you're not alone. And when you pray and talk to them, it's not a one-sided conversation. And so my intention with this book was to show people um, how to get through those difficult times in every area of your life and do it with grace and ease and hopefully knowing that, again, you have this team spirit working with you. Uh, wow. It's a great it's title. Yeah. Great title. What the Dead Have Taught Me About Living Well from Rebecca Rosen comes out on Valentine's Day. Yes. Uh, can people pre-order it now? They can. And the, I have a ton of pre-order gifts if um, they do so before the 14th. So I would take advantage of it. That's really okay. great. All right. Well, Rebecca, we're going to take a break real fast. Okay. And then okay. we're going to see if we can get this situation fixed. The Big Party Morning Show. Hello, everyone. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Twitter. See us on Instagram. Hear us right here. Omaha's number one hit music station. Channel 941. You're listening to The Big Party Show on Omaha's number one hit music station. Hopefully the issues are fixed. We got Rebecca Rosen uh, right here. Rebecca, you there? I'm here. Okay. We're just having issues. Uh, Heaven doesn't have an IT guy today. <laughs> the tech guy. Unfortunately, no, I don't have those superpowers. Okay. All right. We're going to roll with uh, Crystal first. Crystal. Oh. Let's try Kim. I just want to go to sleep. Let's try Kim. Uh, wait, we, we lost uh, Rebecca. <laughs> oh. Let's call her back. Can I have her phone number, please? Yeah, oh. yes. not over the line. I'm sorry. So, yes, hey, it's calm, calm and relax. We haven't had failure like this in a while, have we? Is it failure, <laughs> or did it just, just get real? I think it um, just got real. We can talk about uh, while we're getting Rebecca on the line. We usually would do celebrity news about now. I can throw out some fun headlines if you like. Uh, just real quick, Rebecca Rosen's going to be. In town, that's the reason, though, we want to plug her two events, which people want to see her April 4th and the 6th down at the Rose Theater, the beautiful Rose. And she's got a book coming out on Valentine's Day. So those are two really neat deals. Molly, you, I know that you saw her do a large audience reading in Chicago. Yes, I've seen her do uh, a couple. And they're always, I mean, it's always packed, but it's like, it's such an intimate setting. And she does such a great job of making everyone feel included and inclusive. I mean, it's just, the last one I went to, she did this really cool, like, all right, everybody, you know, close your eyes and let's sort of get in the zone, like meditate type of situation. So that was really, that was really cool. I mean, you kind of have that. And, and a lot of people that, that will reach out via like email and stuff, obviously some people are like very specific who they want to talk to, but we've learned through the years, a lot of times the best stuff happens. We don't give Rebecca <sighs> anything information. Now in one-on-one um, interviews, a lot of times Rebecca, the more information you give her, she yeah. really can take off. <laughs> uh, we got her back on the Yeah, phone. we got her back right here. All right, hi. let's go with Crystal with the time. Uh, Crystal, are you there? Hi, I'm hi. here. Okay, you're on. Uh, say hi to uh, Rebecca Rosen. Hi, Rebecca. Okay, so I can't, I can't hear her at all. Okay, all right. Uh, so here's what I'm going to suggest. Okay. I think the spirit world is saying we're not supposed to do this. Okay. <laughs> I and agree. I am so happy or, to come back and do it a different time. Or, okay. or AT&T. <laughs> oh, my God. Do you feel any spirits in, in in this studio or anything like that or anything? Well, yeah. so J- James or Jim has been in my head this whole call or the whole time. So really? I don't know. If, yeah. So I don't know if the, um, an older male James or Jim. That's so my father-in-law. If, oh, there you go. Or it could be uh, even uh, my best friend who died a couple years ago. All right. Well, let me see which one it is. So okay. there's 
there's something about right around now would be a birthday, death day, and anniversary. Yep. Um, and he's making me feel like he messes with all the lights or the electricity. Um, he has a good sense of humor. He, I don't know if he used to do like play cards. He's showing me he's shuffling a deck of cards. Um, something about boating or being out on the water. Okay. Does that make sense? I don't know. I yeah, mean, I mean, my buddy. I, I mean, on this side, my buddy. His birthday was just last week. Um, yeah, this and we used to do a lot of stuff on the boat. We used to go boating. We used to do what's all that cards stuff. Or, what's with cards or gambling? Um, we just we did a lot of weird stuff with alcohol and, and cards. <laughs> We'd play drifting. <laughs> but also made up games. We don't want to know. Yeah. But Molly, what would be closer in terms of if it's yeah. uh, well, my father-in-law, my father-in-law, Mr. Coffee, oh, Mr. Peter's Coffee. dad. Um, his uh, his the anniversary of his death is on Saturday. Oh wow! That's who this is. Okay. Okay. And he's, he's making me feel like there's the divine perfection and you and I talking right now because of that, but he wants us to know he's happy and he's playful and the <laughs> card thing keeps coming up, which tells me something about you playing cards with your kids or ask your husband. Okay. Um, and he's also keeps showing me the light switch. And that means, um, someone is going to have a very crazy sign from him. You go to turn on the lights, the light bulb blows out. Well, that's right? weird because Declan last night came down because he, and I was like, what are you doing up? You're supposed to go to bed. He's like, my light won't, my light keeps acting funny. His, the light by his bed kept like, he's like, it keeps flickering. It won't stay on. It won't stay on. That's and I was it. like, well, you should be in bed. <laughs> Well, maybe he maybe he hijacked our phone so he could get a reading today. <laughs> it could be. That's the only way he was going to get one. That's pretty selfish, but it's great that I you're hearing from him. I was going to say, I do, knowing him like I do, that's not the case. He's not right. that. He's, he's not a kind that, man. He's an, what I can tell you is he's a very strong spirit, though, and he is so, he's in a good place. He's watching over you guys. He wants you to celebrate this Saturday. He doesn't want you guys to be sad. Um, somebody's with him who had lung cancer. Um I'm not completely sure who that is, but do you know? Um, well, Peter's mom passed away. She had cancer. I don't know if it was lung okay, issues, Okay, did though. it spread into the chest? I'll have to ask him. Okay. I mean, it happened way before we ever, I mean, it was it was a long, long, was a long time, time ago. ago. Mm-hmm. He lost okay, his mom well, right when he was a younger man, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wow. Oh, wow. Yeah. And, and I'm also su- supposed to talk about a Catherine or Kate. That's his mom. Oh, well, there you go. So they are together, and um, she's obviously, time doesn't matter. So she's still around. She's still um, watching over him and your children. Um, and they're bringing up something about not moving. So I don't know if you guys were <laughs> contemplating a move. That's really funny. The kids were just talking the other day. They're like, it's about now that we would move into a new house. Okay. So <laughs> if they're eavesdropping and telling you, stay where you're at, you're in a good place. Um, did you get the kids a pet? Did you get them a dog? No. So one of them is going to ask you about getting one. Uh Uh-huh. And it feels like they're hinting, they're bringing you this animal. So be open to the idea. And it's small. So it's either a small dog or a cat. Well, it's probably a a cat. My daughter has been campaigning for the last three months that that we need another cat, which we've not. That might be it. But if the universe (laughs) synchronistically brings one into your life, see it mm-hmm. as it's coming from the grandparents here. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm telling that to Peter because they're his parents yeah. and he's the one who's like, no way. That's funny. You got to make and, him listen to the podcast, Molly. So, mm-hmm. yes. Okay. And tell him to stay with what he's doing. Um, if he, does he work for himself? 
No. Okay, so there's something where he's questioning his purpose right now or what he's contributing with what he's doing. Mm-hmm. But he kind of, Molly, he kind of works for himself. I mean, he's his own man, I guess you could say, right? I mean, he has kind of an individual carved out spot. He's got an individual spot, but yeah, he definitely works. He doesn't, you know. His um, dad is really proud of him. Oh, and he is. And he's showing me that he's messing with his computer. So oh, does he gosh. use a laptop? He uses an iPad that he seriously the other day almost threw out the window. Yeah. It, that's his dad. It keeps like, he's like, it won't let me like keep. Yeah. It yeah. He kept having to reboot it. Reboot it. That is so weird. I know. And so these are the signs the spirits use to get our attention. And now he'll appreciate the fact when it doesn't work right, he's supposed to stop and acknowledge his dad. And what I do is I just kind of go with him and say, okay, what do you want me to know? Because they're trying to get your attention for a reason, right? Really? And, yeah. And so usually it's to let you know, hey, you're on the right track, or hey, um, you know, you might want to con- contemplate what you're about to do. You know, you'll get a feeling that follows that. So the bottom line, though, is dad's proud of him. Dad's encouraging him to stay with what he's doing and that he will get to that next level when he's supposed to. Oh, my um, gosh. And the last thing I'll say is dad shows him his signs. He showed me coins. Okay. Uh huh. So, so coins. I'm not sure if it's pennies or silver dollars, but he'll know what that means, and that's a sign from his dad. Okay, I'll let him know. Thank right. you. That's such a beautiful yeah, gift. That's Thank really you. cool. That yeah. was really, really kind cool. of. We've done this a lot. People might roll their eyes and try and say we're hokey, but this is. We <laughs> usually have neat things that happen. Yeah, absolutely. and I wouldn't rule that out. So you're saying sometimes flashing lights and the tricks that the people play on the other side. You're saying is like the universe talking to us. Absolutely, and sometimes it's not. Sometimes it's just a light bulb that's about to go out. Okay. Right? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I guess yeah. you're right. Sometimes Could it is that. AT&T. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right, Rebecca, um, let's plan on getting you uh, back on the show again, and yeah. uh, I'll get all this stuff taken care of. I don't know what the heck's going on, but um, yeah, let's try this. We'll, we'll get you back on, okay? That sounds great. Okay. Well, well Rebecca, we're excited about guys. the book. We'll yes. probably talk before then, but Valentine's Day is when your Tuesday. book is coming out. Yep, and if, if people pre-order now, there's tons of gifts that come with it, so... Okay. People can get details at RebeccaRosen.com. That's R-E-B-E-C-C-A, Rosen.com. Uh, we'll put your Facebook link on there as well hey, for all the details. Hey, how's Perfect. Christian doing? Doing good? He's good. His life is always full and interesting, yeah, but everything's is. good. Okay. All right, good. Make sure you tell him we said hi. All right, we'll I talk will. to you soon, okay? You, okay. This is a Big Party Morning Show. Molly, how's Hamilton? Unbelievable. Was it? You bailed out uh, the house out of motherly responsibilities to go check it out. How was yes. it? So was that good? It was actually really good. Okay. I kind of went in sort of arms crossed. Yeah. I was uh, rather, I mean, I was excited to see it, but I was reluctant well, to embrace it, if that makes sense. Like, I wanted me, to see it, but I was... be right up your alley. I mean, everybody's gangbusters over Yeah, let me but reset, that was though. sort of the thing. Molly, after the show yesterday, she lives in Chicago, right? So, but uh, after the show yesterday, she bailed out and went to go uh, to the, um, the Broadway show Hamilton with a buddy of hers. Yeah, so, okay, the, so. it's uh, on tour. It's in Chicago. Yeah. And so, uh, like, the matinee yesterday, it was packed. I mean, even a matinee in the middle of the week, it was like standing room only. I mean, it is bananas, the following and like how 
crazed you know, people are about that musical. And that was sort of why I kind of went in arms across Jeff, is because I'm like, it can't possibly be that good. That good.、Yeah. You know, like everybody I know who's seen is like, oh my God. I'm like, all right, just, I mean, we're all cynics on this show. So we're well, all like, and we've you know, all I, seen Lynn Manuel in the, and this is the off Broadway now, right? This is who are these people? These who, are the touring companies. So this the is the resident,、company. but this is the resident company in Chicago. Like they're here for, I don't know, an extended stay. Um, so it's, it's, a, it's a top notch cast. I mean, it's like this comedian plays、um, uh, Burr, and、uh, I'm trying to remember the, the, the cast, but I mean, it's like it's real people. I mean, it's. No, it's I know they're、actors. a big deal. And, it,、right. and, it, it, and the first touring cast off Broadway is usually rock star. Yeah. I mean, sometimes when they get out on the road for a while, not might be the third, fourth. Sure, they're still high profile, but. So anyway, so you go to the show. Awesome. Unbelievable. The music is so awesome. Good. I mean, it's so modern. I mean, that's the thing. We're all used to going. I mean, I haven't felt this excited. I probably was like more giddy walking out of this than I even was walking out of Book of Mormon. And I thought Book of Mormon was like the top of Everest as far as just being so smart and funny and, you know, good music. This was just the music is so interesting. And, you know, he has like all these influences. Like there's one set where it's supposed to be like a tip of the hat to, uh, Um, to Seven Mile. Is that the one, the Eminem? Yeah, Eminem Eight Mile. Yeah,、uh, Eight Mile, where it's,、uh, it is Hamilton and Thomas Jefferson and they're rap battling over the Constitution. Yeah, like those epic rap battles. 60、exactly. Minutes re aired that.、Um, it was like two long segments. Um, again, last Sunday after the Super Bowl, they re aired the Hamilton.、Oh, People can、didn't? find it online. The deal was it was one of the biggest clips of you get to see a bunch of. Never before seen、oh, really? stuff、okay. inside of Hamilton because it's the hottest ticket. They don't want to give away too right, much. Right, they haven't、yeah. shown anything. And they really broke down all those.、Um, like the opening stanza is verbatim stuff that Hamilton、yeah. said. Just so some people、wait. think that, oh, you took the idea and you made it to a rap. It's taking an actual paragraph、yeah. from him and, and putting it to the da 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 song and dance. The rhythm, the whole thing. Yeah. So that was、okay. what was crazy. So, I mean, he, he did all of this.、Uh, I mean, he was using people from Snoop Dogg to DMX to Drake to Jay Z. I mean, there's a reference there. He makes a tip of the hat to the Beastie,、uh, Beastie Boys. I mean, it's unbelievable. You're watching all of this, and here are all these guys in these, you know, you know 1700s getups, but they're. Killing it. Like, just absolutely. Like, I was blown away by just the sheer talent it would take to, to do, do a show like that、oh, every day and that. never I, miss a beat. What I would love to hear now is someone who saw the Broadway version with the original cast and now the off Broadway. I'm just、yes. curious because. Is there a difference? Well,、um, a, you know, a lot of this、sure. is that Lynn is this incredible talent.、Yeah. Right. He's the guy that wrote it, he's the all. Genius behind the whole deal. Well, I talked to my cousin last I mean, not night. Not many lead actors of Broadway wrote the thing. Yeah.、Um, no, so I talked to my cousin last night and she saw the last performance of Lynn Emanuel's on Broadway.、Okay. She went that last day and saw the original cast in all of its glory and then now has since seen this. And she's saying some of these people are the understudies, but like obviously there's the talent that Lynn,、uh, Lynn Manuel has. Um, but what's crazy is, is, I was like, I was really blown away by Burr. And she's like, Yeah, he gave Burr all the good songs because Lin Manuel really can't sing. Oh, okay. Like he can、huh. rap and he's got cool beats, but it's not like, I mean, you have these ballads that are just painstakingly beautiful in the mix of all of this really modern 
music set, and it's like these voices are just. You just forget how powerful the human voice, like a, a good, you know, somebody who really can sing. I mean, we spend a lot of time listening to music and it's very polished and it's very, you know, it's been studioed and everything. But to hear somebody sing like that live, standing in front of you, you're right. like, oh my God. Did you leave, that, leave the, uh, the performance with a smile and a little bounce to your step? I did. I mean, I, the thing that was really interesting was I love the fact that they made American history interesting for like a whole generation of people. That this is all the founding father and just, and it's interesting that it comes at a time like now when we're all sort of like questioning like democracy and what's going on and watching how... Not a lot, as much as we think stuff has changed, not a lot has changed. And that the, and that the America and that the United States is a strong, it's a strong institution that can last through a lot of stuff. Because when these guys were figuring it all out, a lot of them didn't like each other. A lot of them hated each other and had it out for one another. But like, you know, it persevered, like the idea of democracy. King George is really funny. The guy who plays King George comes out every once in a while and sings and he does this sort of like pop Brit ballad. Oh, really? <laughs> and it's okay. really, it's, it's really funny. Cause he's like, you know, um, yeah, you moved away, but I thought we had an understanding. Like it, it's like this whole like baby girl. Like it was like, you know, sort of like this love ballad to the United States. Like, Hey, just cause we're doing long distance doesn't mean you don't still belong to me. It's sort of how <laughs> South Park is treated. South Park, the, those guys make amazing things on Broadway and their episodes are always mm-hmm. incredible. They always break down actual, uh, real source material of what's going on in society, and they always give it a brilliant touch. So, Hamilton. I mean, this is a generation raised on epic rap battles, drunk history on Comedy Central. I mean, you're trying to make this story interesting, uh, open to public consumption. Yeah. Well, I think a lot cool. of a lot of young people wish that current government ran like a scene from Hamilton. <laughs> It's pretty cool, the samples that they've got, too. Like, I mean, you hear stuff and you're like, I know that song. And then you go back later and you're like, oh, my gosh, was that like, was that a reference to Cypress Hill? Like, I mean, just weird little things like the Fugees, like all sorts of stuff, like intermingled in there. And you're thinking, this is a Broadway musical. That's pretty modern. It's really neat. So so let's check it out if we ever get a chance. The 60 Minutes episode shows this rare piece of tape from May of 2009 where uh, Lin-Manuel had been invited to perform. Uh, Lin-Manuel Miranda was invited to perform in front of the Obamas at the White House. And he's this, what, Tony-nominated performer for other stuff. Mm-hmm. Super, super talented. And he unveils this raw, early version right no there. one had ever seen before. He said he was totally nervous, but he was like, I'm never going to have a better audience to get funding and money. So he goes out pretty early, nervous as hell, sweating bullets. Oh, God, I'll bet. And performs a song, a cappella, uh, playing the part of Aaron Burr in front of them. And they show that original clip, and it, it's pretty incredible. Like, everyone at first, when he says, I'm going to do this Hamilton thing, They're like, they kind of uh, laugh, uh, like, this will be terrible. And then as he's going into it, you can tell everyone's like, wow. It's pretty neat. So you can't get a chance to see it like Molly did in person because I don't think it's going to come to Omaha for a while. A lot of people from um, Omaha have traveled out. Oh, to really? See it. Yeah, see buddies that? of mine, like okay. Nikki Boulay, was just out here. She got a chance to see it. A lot of people okay. are making yeah. the trip. Your like, friends oh, are rich. You're rich friends. Yeah, rich no, friends going sophisticated out. friends. But we're, we're talking about the regular people. We're watching on 60 Minutes. They're going to, uh, they'll be touring this. I mean, right now yeah, it's I'm just sure. in New York, Chicago, and I think they're going to do a uh, London deal. But Broadway. It was really crazy. Yeah, that went to I thought I was going to walk out I and know. be like, her rope. I was else? wondering. This 
is the Big Party Morning Show. Come on, man. Get up and crank it up. You guys ready for this? Wake up. Channel 94.1. Wow. 